Yo, y'all are still not hitting the Jonathan Taylor line for week one. How many times do I got to yell at you? How many? It's set at 95 and a half. 95. I know, I know that y'all are not hitting it because it would go up if you were. It would, it would go up if you were. Imagine not smashing Jonathan Taylor. 95 and a half rushing yards week one against Houston. You're going to hear this stat seven days a week until September hits. That is two games against them last year. He popped off for 143 and 145 yards on the ground. This is a free play. It's as free of a free square as what they had at Stafford 0.5 fucking passing yards last year. Y'all understand that? That's what it'd be. If you're not on prize picks right now, smashing Jonathan Taylor week one against Houston, your wife should leave you. Your mother should discredit you. Your college should expel you. All of it. Your dog should run away from you. The police should arrest you. The IRS should audit you. Whatever you're drinking should spill on you. Whatever you're eating should choke you. I can go all fucking day if I need to. All day. Jonathan Taylor on prize picks. Use promo code BDGE. When you sign up, it's going to give you a 100% deposit match. All right? Let's get into the mock draft. Let's run it. We got 12 hungry-ass people in here. For those of y'all on TikTok right now, we are on YouTube. We are on the YouTube channel doing a full mock draft. Full-ass mock draft, 2022 fantasy football. Damn, there's 400 heads in here. Let's go! Y'all not following us on YouTube, make sure you do that. Link in the biography. All right, so I'm going to grab the 10th spot. This is 12-team. This is super flex. I don't want to hear you complaining that it's super flex. If you complain about it being super flex, it means you don't play super flex, which means I complain about you. I'm the complainer here. Let's start it off with the 101, Harris Burglar. And fellas, be cognizant. There's 30 seconds on the clock. 30 seconds on the clock. What's good, everybody? How we doing? 30 seconds on the clock. We got Josh Allen at the 101, Justin Herbert at the 102. Good boy. Elijah Mitchell took Patrick Mahomes. I don't know why I called you Elijah Mitchell, but we got uh, Patty Patty Mahomes coming off at the 103. So those of you all on TikTok, again, we're, we're, we're drafting fantasy on YouTube. Superflex, 12-team, half PPR. Jonathan Taylor finally rips off at the 104. Uh, I like that strategy. I'm not typically one to go like super quarterback heavy and super flex when it comes to redraft. My thing is not always necessarily quality. I like, I kind of like the quantity game, man. I'm okay. I'm okay running out like two mediocre ass quarterbacks. If I can get Kirk Cousins as my QB, my QB one, he's like the quarterback 14, and then Derek Carr or something. If you can grab those dudes in like the fifth, sixth round, back to back, bike to bike, we're ripping. We are ripping. Like you think I'm gonna let you go live with me right now? Ain't happening. How does like TikTok live even work? I don't know. The receipt. Yeah, you like that shit? Welcome bike. Welcome bike. Welcome bike. All right. So we already have a timeout. We have Cooper Cup going off at the 105, clear wide receiver one, C Mac at the 106, Lamar Jackson at the 107, Joe Burrow at the 108. We have 109 on the clock, and then it is my pick.
Let's see where Andre goes. He goes Justin Jefferson. So I'm sitting here with 30 seconds. It's a super flex league. So we could start with Kyler Murray. There's also a couple good running backs on the board. Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, Jamar Chase is good too. Uh, how are we feeling here? How are we feeling here? What would you guys do in super flex? Would you go Kyler? Would you go Eckler, Najee, Derrick Henry? I think I got Derrick Henry as my RB3. I think he's a game changer for sure. He's a guy that I'm not too worried about the health, man. He he came back uh he came back at the end of last year, man. He came back at the end of last year from the injury. So he's not gonna come into this year injured whatsoever. And Derrick Henry ain't a dude that we that we think of as like an injury prone player. You know what I'm saying? He's not a dude that you should be necessarily uh scared of. When it comes to injury, yeah, he's a little bit older, but I mean, listen, they don't have the competition there. It's Derrick Henry's offense. It's Derrick Henry's world, and we're all getting just stiff-armed by it. That's the way he plays. So with Henry, I mean, they get rid of A.J. Brown, too, so it has to be run heavy. And now I'm sitting here. Kyler Murray went off the board, and there's still Austin Eckler and Najee Harris here. I kind of like the duo of Eckler and Henry together, one that's going to be a pass catcher, one that's going to be a, a, a three-down or a two-down, I guess, mainly workhorse. Or I can go with Najee Harris. Should we just bang the two big fucking bikes here? Should we just bang right now? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go with Najee. You know, I'm not even that big of a fan of Najee this year. I think where he's getting, um, I think where he's getting drafted, it's a little too high for me, especially in one quarterback leagues because he's a guy who's going to get a lot of touches. But I think we also have to remember the reception part of the game. He had an absurd amount of catches and targets and receptions in that week three game against Cincinnati last year. He had like 22% of all of his receiving work in that game where he had 19 targets and 14 catches. Now they add George Pickens to the mix. They add Calvin Austin. Pat Firemuth is going to be coming up in the world. And we don't even know who's that quarterback. It sounds like it's going to be Mitch Trubisky. I don't know what they're thinking over there, but it sounds like it's going to be Mitch, fucking mid-Mitch. And... That's going to be bad for running backs as well because he's a rushing quarterback, right? They tend to, when they break down and get under pressure, they don't dump the ball off. Their first instinct is to be an athlete, right? Their first instinct is to fucking run with it. So it's going to mean more rushes for him. TikTok University King. What are these gifts? What are these gifts on TikTok? How does this shit work? Someone explain in the comment section, please, how TikTok lives work. Just give me a quick breakdown. I don't get anything. I don't understand this sheesh. Uh, after Dar after my Najee Harris pick, we had Eckler go off the board, Dalvin Cook. I'm, I really like Dalvin Cook again this year, man. I, I don't really know why, but I'm kind of biking on the Dalvin Cook train. We got Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts at 2.8. Russell Wilson at the 2.10 is insane value in a super flex league. Tom Brady at the 2.11. I'm going to need to start hitting quarterbacks probably quick. I got to stop going with all the running backs early on, man. I got to start diversifying my team a little bit. This is becoming a problem. Titans offensive line is dog water. Yeah, the problem with like it doesn't really matter. You know, like Henry's just going to Henry's just needs like one or two big runs a game to to grab those statistics. Most of the time, his his fucking carries go for like two or three yards, two, three, four yards. But he just gets forty of them, and eventually there's a hole that opens up. That's Henry. He's not a guy who's like going seven yards, eight yards, eleven yards, twelve yards over and over and over again. Those are like the Damian Harris types. Those are like the Josh Jacobs types. Like he's not the same. They ain't built the same. TikTok doesn't pay very well. Use TikTok to build your following and have them move over to YouTube channel. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about the pay. Every, all of these social platforms pay like absolute fucking shit. 
if your if your plan as a creator is to get paid by the platform, you need to hit the whiteboard, my friends. Your plan as a creator should to be should be to build value with your audience and then sell a product that further gives them value based off of the value you've already given them. You, your, your plan should not be to get paid by TikTok or to get paid by YouTube. It should never be that. It's an awful way to go about it. Uh, we had Mark Andrews at the 212, DeAndre Swift at the 3-1. That's a fucking nice value. Diggs, Saquon, Stafford, Uncle Lenny, Aaron Jones. And uh, yeah, feel free to drop some questions in the in the YouTube chat, by the way. We'll do some Q and assault. The gifts on TikTok live goes towards getting paid, I believe. All right. All right. I feel you. So find a niche. Yes, you definitely need to find a niche. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start putting out a little bit more business content on our TikTok as well. Just helping people get into the the content creation mode. I had a lot of TikToks I made for. I was going to put on my personal. I made them a while ago, um, but I never did. So I think I have them saved up somewhere that might help y'all. Let's see. Let me show up Kyle Pitts. I'm almost up at the 310. So we started off with two running backs. We started off with Derrick Henry, Najee Harris. We definitely need to start looking at another position Alvin Kamara is going to be out for six games most likely there's some good uh, there's some good wide receivers left here there's Tyreek there's Debo AJ Brown Mike Evans Keenan Allen T Higgins I actually really so the quarterback situation uh actually we kind of have a tier of guys here it's like Aaron Rodgers Derek Carr Trey Lance seem to be a pocket of guys that I definitely want one side of I'm gonna, I'm gonna go safe I'm gonna go with Derek Carr I feel really really strongly about this Raiders offense now with Devontae Adams being in it. And this is a team that's going to have to throw a lot because they're going to compete against the Chiefs. They're going to compete against the Chargers. They're going to compete against the Seahawks or the, uh, the Broncos. And those are all really, really strong offenses. So they're going to have to match that energy. And that's going to mean a lot of passing from Derek Carr. So I feel safe with him there. And uh, and that's my QB one right now for Superflex. All right, cool. So we went Debo, Kamara, Javante Williams, Aaron Rodgers. And I can grab a wide receiver here, which I would probably feel good about. But I'm actually going to double back up and grab my second quarterback and take Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance, like, listen, actually, I, I got a good uh, video dropping on Monday on the YouTube channel about good uh, five or six or seven players that are going to go from good to elite fantasy players this year that are really going to fucking break out, right? We already know they're good players, but they're going to be elite options following this year. And Trey Lance is one of those guys. I feel like the way people are drafting him right now is just assuming they're just assuming that he's not going to be a good passer. Like a quarterback 14, you're just assuming like if you had to put money on it, you think he's going to finish below or above quarterback 14 this year. I would put money that he's going to probably finish above that. Um, and, and the weekly upside is just, staggering i need to put my fan on but tiktok's audio is not going to be good burrow 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 first quarterback taken uh no he's not the first quarterback taken hell no not in fantasy he was the fifth quarterback taken i think you can argue him all the way up to like the third or fourth quarterback i would be okay with that but Allen needs to go first justin herbert needs to go before him I think realistically, you could argue Burrow versus Mahomes. If you feel good that Burrow is going to take the next step up, which you should, they got the improved offensive line. They had Lyle Collins. They had uh, two other pieces, too, that I can't remember off the top of my head. But they added really, really strong pieces to the O-line. It's obviously Jamar Chase no longer being a rookie. This offense is going to explode. And we also got to remember, like, he um, came into the year last year off the ACL tear, you know? Came into the year off the ACL tear, so it's not like they wanted to let him rip immediately. 
They didn't want to let him rip. They didn't want to let him go crazy. So they were super, super run heavy at the beginning of the year. And um, and I don't think they're going to play that way this year. So Joe Burrow definitely has a huge, huge ceiling, but not the first quarterback off the board for, for sure. What rookie quarterbacks are you targeting, if any? In, in season long, definitely none. No, no, no shot. I really wanted to go with Mike Evans there at the 4-3. Mike Evans is going to go nuts this year without Chris Godwin and Gronk there. I'm liking my start here. Andrew Lum. Uh, where are you at? What what pick are you, Andrew? You got some, court of, some sort of sus username, so I don't know who you are. Um, if you want to be in the drafts with us next time, I know you're watching on TikTok, so you can't actually see the board. But if you want to be in the actual fantasy drafts, you could just join our Discord. All that stuff's in the dis- we we put a like a link tree link in the dis- in our TikTok bio. So there's like our YouTube, our merch, Discord, all that sheesh. Whoo! So after I went Lance, we had Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, AJ Brown at the four six, Acres, Higgins, Keenan Allen, Brees Hall, James Connor. Travis Etienne, wow, James Conner's falling far, down at the 4-11. Jalen Waddell, Zeke, Deontay Johnson, now we're back up at the 5-4. I'm gargantuan. Let me uh, let me take a stab at your team. Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey, Matt Stafford, Keenan Allen. Yeah, that's a really fucking strong start, dude. Really, really diverse. Really, really, uh, really strong squad here. I kind of hate Antonio Gibson, though. There are a lot of players on the. I would have taken Mike Williams before him. I would have taken Michael Pittman before him. I would have taken Hollywood Brown before him. There's some. I probably would have taken Demont Jacobs, maybe even Dobbins. Um, I liked it. You had me in the first half, Andrew, and you let me down on live national television. It's a sad, sad day. Hello, what up, Ashton? What's cracking? How are we? What are roses? What do roses do? Does it mean you want to kiss me? What the hell is that? TikTok be a whole fucking universe in its own. I don't know what's going on there ever. I just know we just get bullied all the time. Mike Williams, Tua, George Kittle, Josh Jacobs. I'm almost bike up at the 510. And I am. And I am. Okay, so we haven't taken a wide receiver yet, and lucky for me, the homie Michael Pittman fell all the way to the 5'10". Michael Pittman is the number one breakout player of the year. Clip it, highlight it, post it, tell your mother, tell your mother's mother, it's Michael Pitty year. Pittman's going bonkers in 2022. And I won't hear a single thing otherwise. I put headphones. Every time someone tries to say some mean shit about Michael Pittman, this is what you're getting from me. Oh, I kind of like this, actually. Makes me feel professional. Pittman has been supposed to break out for three years. Uh, I mean, last year was his second year, and he went over 1,000 yards. I feel like that's pretty fucking good, considering Carson Wentz stinks. Now he's got Matt Ryan. Let's go. Bubble, I'm telling you, you're going to regret that. Good pick with uh, Darren. Oh, was, auto, was it an auto pick stained? Darren Waller was the other guy I was thinking about. Like him falling all the way down there is kind of sexy. 
And we could take another wide receiver. Um, I'm a really big fan of actually I'll wait these I'll wait till these picks go through so I can actually talk about the guys I like. Yeah, see Rick Rico knows. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is always damn it, nice fucking pick with Dalton Schultz, you cunt. Uh, Matt Ryan has always utilized his wide receiver one to an insane target share. Roddy White, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Like, whoever's the one there is going to go nuts, and it's clearly Michael Pittman. Uh, so now that Schultz was gone, that was going to be my pick there. I really like Dalton Schultz. We're going to go bike to hmm. – we'll go bike to wide receiver. I really like Hollywood Brown. Um, Hollywood Brown reuniting with Kyler Murray now. So that's kind of a sexy combo from college. And D-Hop's obviously out for six games. Christian Kirk is gone. Chase Edmonds is gone. It's all coming together for Hollywood Brown to disappoint the shit out of us. Yeah. Do you think Derek Carr is a good later-round quarterback? Do you think he might go earlier rounds? Uh, In one quarterback leagues, yeah, he's probably like the quarterback 12 to 14 off the board, so he's definitely someone you could sit on. And Superflex, I think people are kind of savvy enough to know that he'll he'll be like a third, fourth round pick. Seeing the gamble on the Cowboys offense. Well, here, here's here's the thing with the Cowboys offense, man. The Cowboys offense is one that we know is very high paced, right? They're always top five in terms of plays. They run a ton of plays. They run a ton of pass plays. They've been top five in passing rate, overall pass attempts per game, and pace. So you already know that offense is going to have a lot of volume to it. And now that Gallup is coming back from the ACL tear and Amari Cooper is gone, we know all of that is going to be more condensed. And it makes it so much more valuable for CeeDee Lamb, for Dalton Schultz, and even for Zeke, man. I think Zeke's going disrespectfully low. I think Zeke is going to see a ton of targets. It's it's like we know one side of the equation. We know the volume. You know what I mean? Like we know that the Cowboys are going to go crazy with pace and, and hurry up and all that stuff because they've done it for three years in a row under Kellen Moore. No reason to think that changes. But now it's just like where are those things being dispersed? You know? So I don't even really think it's a gamble. I just want pieces of it, man. What do we got here? What is some insight into Ike's lunch? What kind of insight are you looking for? We don't guess it on weekends. It's only Monday to Friday. Dons. What are your no-touch teams? Um, I guess I would have to think about it from like an ADP perspective. There's a very small chance that I, I own anyone on the Miami Dolphins. I think it's like a lot of good players that are just spread out too far and I don't have enough confidence in Tua to feel like we're gonna we're gonna see consistent production from Waddle, Tyreek, Chase Edmonds, Raheem, like anyone on that team. So I won't own a lot of Miami players. I probably won't own too many Washington players. Um you know I'm I'm actually okay with Terry this year with Wentz. Like Wentz is going to be better than Heineke. Heineke, Taylor Heineke is god awful. He is so bad. So this is an upgrade for him. Oh, rip. What do you mean, rip? The stream go down? Stream never go down. Jackie always okay. What do you think about the Chiefs this year? What is your record prediction for them? Ugh, dude, predicting that that division is just asinine. I'll say they'll probably still be like 10 and 7, though. 
I would say 10 and 7 is probably the safe bet. What up, though? How we doing out here? Uh, okay, so after I went Hollywood, I'm just going to rip through these names real quick for you guys. So Hollywood was a 6-3. Everything after this is 6-4 and later. Allen Robinson, great pick. Elijah Mitchell, Dobbins, DJ Moore, Justin Fields, Jerry Judy, TJ Hawkinson, Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Watson. Pause. Gabriel Davis, Brandon Cooks, Traylon Burks, Matt Ryan, Dallas Goddard, Amari Cooper, Trevor Lawrence, and we are bike up to the 7-8, and I'm up in two picks, and we have to start plotting, we have to start scheming, we have to start planning, and you guys can see what I'm doing, so I can't really click on anything, it's a sad, sad day. To say, this might be too big, I can't see shit. I wish I got Kyler now. I wish I went with Kyler in the first, took like Travis Etienne or Zeke in the fourth, and then I could have stacked Hollywood with Zachers or something. So we had Amon Ross St. Brown. Ah, God damn it. I keep getting sniped by y'all. Uh, I wanted A.J. Dillon there, but he just got taken one pick before me. I don't like Ken Walker. I hate Clyde. Damian Harris is a no-go for me. There are really no running backs I want at this point in time. So we'll look back at wide receivers because I'm going to need some depth there. It's just half PPR. Um, so Mooney takes a little bit of an L there, but I'm in on uh, – I'm going to take Rashad Bateman here. I am very much in on it. So I got Hollywood Brown, and then I have his straight replacement for Bateman. Bateman's a guy that – I don't know if we're going to see the statistics be there, to be completely honest with you, because this Ravens team is going to go way more run heavy than they have – than they did last year, right? Like everyone's like thinking about – Hollywood Brown and what Mark Andrews did, but they only went that pass heavy because of the injuries to the running backs. So we'll go Bateman and then we'll, you know, we'll fucking pad our wide receivers, our fourth one with Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney with Justin Fields this year. I don't really like Justin Fields, but, but Justin, uh, Darnell Mooney went crazy last year in the games that Justin Fields played. And that was with Allen Robinson. So this year, I think Darnell Mooney's queued up for like nine targets a game. They might not always be valuable. A lot of them aren't going to turn into touchdowns, but Mooney's going to be a volume fucking hog. He's going to be slinging his thing around. Is this the app called Sleep? It is called Sleeper. There's an ER at the end of it, sir, but yes. Pittman, Marquise, and Bateman have been on practically all my mock squads so far. Yeah, man, I just find that there's like a little value pocket there like fifth through eighth round I, I feel like a lot of the mock drafts i've done so far have have ended up with uh guys like that Pittman, hollywood rashad mooney kind of like over and over and over again i should probably start diversifying a little bit take a little more brandon cooks a little more gabriel davis a little more i'm on ross st brown but fuck it we roll for don's nation got michael donman marquise hollywood dons radon bateman and darnell don who do I go with the second pick if I can't get JT? Uh, I'll take C-Mac, man. I'll take it. I don't give a fuck about his calf last year. Two quarterback super flex fields. Komet and Mooney is a sneaky gross stack. Yeah, I mean, if, as long as you put the emphasis on gross, for sure. Do we like Gage as a sleeper? Brady loves his fast slot guys, especially with Godwin probably out. Yeah, I mean, Gage is definitely an interesting name to keep on uh, keep on the on the roster, on the queue. Uh, Godwin should be out the first month, if not, you know, five, six weeks. And Gronk is out, you know. AB's obviously out. 
So opens up a lot of targets in a, in a team that was the single most pass-heavy team in the NFL last year, you know? They had the single highest passing rate in the NFL last year, which is insane for a team that just leads all the time, you know? You know? Um, Yeah, so Gage, I could see Gage getting off to a really, really strong start. Almost in the Godwin role where Godwin's like, Godwin wasn't really like, he was awesome last year, but he wasn't anything special a lot of the time when everybody was on the field. When him, A.B., Mike Evans all played together, more often than not, Godwin's stat lines were like 6 for 60, 7 for 70, over and over and over again. So he wasn't really doing much with the ball in his hands or getting valuable targets downfield. Uh, I could see Gage ripping off like five, six weeks of that for sure. But then you got to ask yourself, like, that, that's not going to be the case the whole season. How long does that last for, you know? So it's like, how valuable really is that? What's the earliest you would take Hopkins if his suspension is significantly reduced? I mean, it depends what the suspension is reduced to, you know? If he's out for three games, I'm probably going to – I probably still wouldn't take him before, like, the fifth or sixth round. He's not someone I'm jumping up for. It's like when they're – you know, when there's smoke, there's fireman. When there's red flags, they're, they're bright and red for a reason. Optimism around bad situations is one of the – one of the things that fantasy players get in a lot of trouble for, man. They have injury optimism. They got suspension optimism. They got Juju Smith-Schuster sucks optimism. Like, the optimism just flying. It's great. Like, a great environment. Like, if only some of y'all will... If only some of you guys were as optimistic in real life as you are about these shitty fantasy players, the world would be a lot better of a place. You know what I'm saying? What player would you look out for if this is your... Oh, dude, I don't know. I've never played IDP. I don't know sheesh about IDP. Oh, you ask it again. God damn it. Look, I'm the one clicking these questions, and I'm still putting up shit like an idiot. All right, so how are we feeling about my starting lineup right now? It's a super flex league. We got uh, Derek Carr and Trey Lance as my quarterbacks. Derek Henry, Najee Harris, Michael Pittman, Hollywood Brown, Rashad Bateman, Darnell Mooney. I feel like that's a strategy I've taken over the recent years. Um, hold on, let me make my pick right quick. I haven't taken a tight end yet. Yeah, yeah. Gross tight end options. I'm gonna go with Alberto. Give me some upside there. Hopefully, him and Russ get a little little fang cooking there together. Um, I feel like I have taken a lot of strategies the last few years where my team ends up like this where I go running back and quarterback heavy and then I just rip off a bunch of you know mediocre wide receivers that I think are going to break out it sometimes works sometimes it doesn't I think I need to start going a little more versatile up front I think I need to be a little bit more flexible maybe grab a, a high-end wide receiver up top teach us about leverage Nick I'll teach you about leverage let me fucking teach you the right way to get what you want in this world especially for a lot of the audience out there right now let me just make my pick real quick. And I'll leverage your fucking... I'll leverage your ass. Hmm. Oh, we love... We love... I haven't talked enough about this dude. And I need to start talking more about him. Alan Lazard over in Green Bay, man. I think there's a real chance that... I think there's a real-ass chance that Lazard is the one there. Christian Watson, who knows? 
I don't know what he's going to be. But if he's not the thing that the Green Bay Packers want him to be, that means Lazard is forced into the wide receiver one role next to Aaron Jones. So she gets she might get creamy over there for Alan Lazard. Leverage. Okay, so the pinned the pinned video on our TikTok right now was me explaining to a lot of you guys what we do as a company. Because a lot of you guys only know about us guessing Ike's lunch. So I went through our entire business model pretty much. And from that video, I got no fewer than 50 emails, DMs, messages from mostly high school kids and college kids asking for internships, asking for jobs. The majority of them are like, I don't even need to pay or you don't even need to pay me. I'll tell you one that I got for real on an Instagram DM today. There was a kid that's saying, there was a kid that said, uh, I'm graduating high school this year and I have a full ride to play basketball in college. I will give up that scholarship if you let me come work for you in New York. I would never let him do that, obviously. But all of the messages that I got at the time, all the messages that I got were asking if we had open spots, if we had open positions. You know, can you come work for me? I love fantasy football. In the industry that we're in, that I'm in, right? If 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 you're going after a job, if you are going after a role that's in a really crowded, competitive industry, every kid out there nowadays wants to be a YouTuber or a TikToker. It's not easy. It's very hard to break through. Every kid wants to do it. If you are trying to break in to an industry that way and you think that you need to go through somebody like me in order to do it, the first thing you need to do when reaching out, you should make a list of 10 companies you want to work for. What you need to do is find out what they need from you. And this is the most fucking important part of this. Do not tell them what you can do for them. Just show them. Don't tell them. Just show them. If you want to edit videos for us, don't reach out to me and tell me that you want to edit videos for us. Like, I'm flattered that you want to do that, right? It's cool. It won't get a response from me, though, because it puts more work on my plate. Then I need to figure out, can he edit videos? What do I need him? What, what do I need him to edit? Now I need to go get the files and then send it to him and then communicate back and forth. What I'm looking for you want to go straight up and show what you can do. 10 times out of 10, a kid just sends me a video and said, yo, I edited this for you. This is a highlights of your last four videos chopped together. I'm going to watch that 10 out of 10 times. If you don't come off the rip with the value that you want to give that person or that company, you're probably not going to get a response. It's a show me, don't tell me world. All right. And the more competitive it is that you're looking for in terms of whatever the goal might be, it doesn't even need to be a job or an internship. But it doesn't make sense to tell somebody or to ask somebody, just do the damn thing. Okay, back to fantasy football. Sorry, YouTube. Okay, we took Lazard, Renfro, Tony Lockett, Ayuk, Sky Moore, a lot of interesting wide receivers, Chris Olave, God, Damian Pierce. I, li I like a lot of these rookie running backs who went. So Kareem Hunt's going kind of late now. 10-5, we're out here on, on, uh, on Kareem Hunt. Day four of asking Tony to get a Don's tattoo. If that is no, like, at least knowledge it. Uh, I don't know, dude. If he wants to get it, he'll get it. I'll fucking get one. If Don's was my shtick, I would have already gotten one probably. I want to get a tattoo today. I don't know if I'm going to have time, though. 
I got to get down to the park by one o'clock to meet a friend. And then I got a fucking birthday dinner tonight. Sheesh. Okay. Oh, fuck. I'm on the clock. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We already have a tight end. We need to probably grab another running back. I don't think we've grabbed one since. Yeah, am I nuts? You guys think I'm fucking in? Actually, you know, we'll take Ramondre here. Ramondre at the 11-10. I like Ramondre. I think he's, I think him and Damian Harris are going to split time. But only one of them, if the other one goes down, only one of them is taking pass catching work, and that's Ramondre. Oh, the fuck is this? Oh, I can see the chats here. This is crazy. Host? What do you mean? Thanks, Nick, for what? Uh, let's see. Ramondre Stevenson, Jameson Williams, Davis Mills, Mike Kosicki, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones is the other guy I was thinking of here. Uh, I have a feeling that just Ronald Jones, is, there's going to be a point in the season where we just are, are talking too much about Ronald Jones, man. And it's going to happen. It's almost a fact at this point. So I'm pissed that you took him because I kind of wanted him. We have Darrell Henderson. I'm actually going to go with uh, Tyler Algier here. Getting rid of Mike Davis, I think he's got a little bit of a team uh, chance to really be that Falcons guy. I don't really love him as a player, but he's got opportunity here. So how do you feel about Sal Vetri? Uh, Sal's, Sal's a homie of mine. I know Sal very well. I was actually just texting with him a couple days ago. Sal's a good guy. Very smart, business-minded kid. Works really fucking hard, too. Sal's, Sal's a good friend of mine. Can you say hi to Nathan Solomon? Who the fuck? Oh, that's you. Oh, what up, Nathan? How you doing? How you doing? Did you forgive me? Of course I forgave you. I don't take that shit personally. Listen, I've been doing social media content for years, like six, seven years now. If I let comments get to me, I would have stopped two days into it. People have been calling me a fucking loser since we started this stuff. You think a couple TikTok comments are going to get under my skin? You're absolutely right, bro. You fucked my day up. How do you feel about Brandon Cooks? Yeah, I love Brandon Cooks this year, bro. Prize Picks still has a lineup at like 900 receiving yards for him. He's hit 1,005 out of the last six years. Him and Davis Mills had nice chemistry. There's not really other weapons there. John Mechie's whatever. Nico Collins is cool, I guess, but none of them have really proven anything to us. So I'm in on I'm in on Brandon Cooks this year for sure, for sure. Do you know? If you have the PC version of TikTok, you could probably read you. Oh, that actually might make sense. You're very right about that. I actually pulled up the chat on the left, so I can't even see myself anymore. I just see the chat. So we had Tyler Argeria, Christian Watson, Marks Mariota, Michael Carter, Darrell Henderson, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, another great fucking late-round sleeper. Chase Claypool, Naeem Hines, Mitchell Trubisky, Gus Edwards, Tyler Boyd, Irv Smith, Tim Patrick, Kenny Galladay, Gerald Everett. How we feel about the team? My team? Did you? Are you in this, column? No, you're not. Uh, all right, so the team, I feel good about the team so far. I feel pretty good. 12-team, super flex. We probably need to grab a third quarterback here. Rather be safe than sorry, but normally we'd have 16 rounds or so, so we have a little bit of time. Um, I feel good about the team. I kind of wish that I went with a wide receiver earlier or something 
I wish I diversified. I, I think I got to stop going with two running backs off the rip, even though I feel way more secure that way. Roast my team, please. Giant Gator fan. Strong start. Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey. Oh, am I on the clock? Ah! Ah! Oh, there's no quarterbacks that are going to be starters up still, huh? Running backs. Uh, I'll go Hunter Henry here. He's he's kind of a safe play. I, Albert O is upside play, but he he could bust out for sure. So I'll just grab Hunter Henry, and you know he'll be like a tight end two there for me that I might end up being the starter. Okay, we had JT, Travis Kelsey, Matt Stafford, Keenan Allen. Just wonderful start. Antonio Gibson. This is where you're. I, I'm assume your controller unplugged there. Jerry Judy at six nine. I'm fine with it. I personally like Sutton more than Judy. He went two picks after that, so I'm not going to call you a fucking moron, but I'm not going to not call you that. Matt Ryan, 7'4", great value in Superflex. Godwin, 8'9", I'm cool with that, too. He's going to be a guy second half of the year can really do things for you. What I would say, though, if you're getting, like, you only have two wide receivers and you're getting Godwin back for, like, the second half of the year, you probably need something stronger at the skill position. But I guess you got Kelsey, so that kind of outweighs the, the bad Corderell Patterson, I'm off him. Isaiah Spiller, I'm on him. Daniel Jones, good. I mean, you you drafted a guy who um drafted a guy who fumbles for a living. Chase Claypool, Kenny Galladay. So you drafted two of the same players that both don't do anything, also. Love that. You really went with the New York Giants stack to end this draft, huh? You really did that. Giant Gator fan. Is that is that like I'm a Giants and a Gator fan, or are you a giant? Florida Gator fan or do you just like like alligators speak to me speak to me baby hey roast my team I'm at the 101 Josh Allen strong start Mark Andrews uh listen I'm a little weary of him I might be overthinking it he had a great year obviously but again I think Baltimore is going to go so much more run heavy this year and get back to the fundamentals which scares me a little bit for Andrews uh, DeAndre Swift, 3-1 is beautiful. I love Travis Etienne. I hate Jalen Waddle. Deshaun Watson, like, what are you doing here? Did you make that pick just so I would sit here and you made that pick and then you couldn't wait till the end of the draft to tell me to roast you? Watson's going to be out for the year, yo. Watson very likely out for the year. Don't use a six-round pick on him, please. Gabriel Davis, Elijah Moore, good picks. I like them. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, horrible picks. I hate it. Pat Frymouth, not bad. He's all right. Um, Chris Olave, good pick. Gus Edwards. Eh. Tyler Boyd, 13 ones, kind of sexy, too. That's a good team, Harris. That's a good team outside of the horrible picks you made. Outside of, like, the four just, like, life-altering um, picks you made that were that make me question your upbringing and your parents' ability to raise you as a child, um, outside of those ones, not bad, for real. I'm at the 105. If you want to hyper criticize my team, oh, we we gonna hyper criticize you, Cooper Cup at the 105. This guy went with a wide receiver off the rip, pathetic. Jalen Hurts, Uncle Lenny, T Higgins, Mike Williams. That is an outstanding start. That is an outstanding start. Holy shit! I would be scared to play your team, Justin Fields. I am no longer scared to play your team, Dallas Goddard. Uh, you know, good pick in the seventh round, whatever. Melvin's cool too. Russell Gage, Chase Edmonds, Alexander Madison, Jacoby. Strong, just strong all around. Not sure why you took Gerald Everett. Not sure why you took his ass. 
All around, though, really, really strong. Um, I'm kind of off on Justin Fields, though. I guess in that pocket, it's not the worst. There seems to be this huge fucking fall off. Like, after those fourth-round guys, Trey Lance, Aaron Rodgers, that tier, depending on how you feel about Tua, which, like, I don't think any reasonable person with a brain that's fucking bigger than this camera lens can think that Tua's in that range. That's where, like, the tier stops, and I don't feel comfortable having any of those dudes as my QB2. I really don't. Where is the fan base draft trip? I'm going to be honest with you. We fucking hate that piece of content. I hate it. I hate those fan drafts are like our least favorite thing to make. And also all of our note, we get notified every, every time someone votes on one of those fucking pieces of content. So it's just, it's really annoying. I, I can't tell you that we're going to finish that. We might make one video to just rip through all of them, but it's just it's just like I'd rather guess Ike's breakfast, midnight snack, lunch, dinner and second dinner before I did that shit again. Uh, OK, that is going to be all for today. If you're on TikTok and you have not subscribed to us on YouTube, go do so. The link is in the description. If you are on YouTube and you have not yet signed up for prize picks, go grab that Jonathan Taylor over ninety five and a half rushing yards in week one. Free fucking square. All right. Use promo code BDGE when you sign up. Let me get the full screen on this. Use promo code BDG when you sign up. They're going to hit you with that 100% deposit match. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. Hit the thumbs up if you don't hate me after this. And I'm out of here. I will see y'all on Monday. <laughs>